My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act, a podcast where we talk about things you talk about with family and friends. Conversations about current events, pop culture, headlines in the news, music, trends, and often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack and Donna Jack, the Jacks, my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, I love black ice, said no one but me. And here's why. And this is so politically incorrect. Black ice is I in love- like the stuff on the, on the roads? Yes. You know, it's been very icy. Pretty much anybody who's listening to the podcast, unless you listen from Hawaii, which if you are, please reach out. I want to be your new best friend. Um, there's black ice everywhere because the whole country is just covered in snow and frozen ice and freezing weather. But I kind of like black ice because I like to watch people fall. Now, I don't want to see people get hurt or break hips, but you know, I can spend hours watching ring doorbell footage, like on TikTok of people coming out of their front door and busting their butt. And it's just so funny to me. And I know it's not supposed to be. So let me tell you what I did. All right. I was back in the 205 uh, Mountain Brook, Birmingham, the last two days doing some stuff in that store. And the hotel that I stay in, my view was of a parking lot. Isn't that a country song? My view is of a parking lot. It should be, but it's yeah. not. I think it is. Got maybe, some ocean from prom. That's George anyway. Strait. But we could also do, I fell on black ice and busted my ass or something like that, too. Well, I had this horrible view of the parking lot. So I would open my blinds and I could just sit there and watch people coming out of the hotel. And there was, it was like a solid sheet of ice, but it wasn't black. It was clear. So I don't think they could tell. And Caddy, mm-hmm. I, I got sat up on the little bench part of the window mm-hmm. and I watched people fall, fall for like 30 minutes. That's like sadistic, I think. Oh my God. And I would just howl. And then I started talking to myself because like they would, there was this, just this one section heading out to the parking lot that everybody was like, didn't realize there was ice on. And so this woman was coming out and I'm like, oh, better watch it, better watch it. And next thing you know, she's holding onto her suitcase and she's like on her rear end flying across the parking lot. By using her suitcase as a, um, uh, what do we use? Like a sled. Yes. Yes. Um, and then this big old burly man comes out and he's like, bloop, 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 and he's like <laughs> sliding on the ice and then he falls. And I mean, I'm just howling, howling. And then I'm thinking, what is wrong with me? Huh. And then I see this guy from the hotel come out with a bunch of like salt stuff. Yes. Like in this bucket. And I'm like, no. I got 20 more minutes before I have to be ready to watch this. Made me so mad. Did you ever think about going down and putting up a sign that says black ice or beware? Me? Uh, Yes. No. Okay. All right. I was just curious. I was just curious. So you got your jollies. You got your thrills watching people uh, fall on on black ice. Um, This, uh, is sadistic the word? Maybe. But I know there's other people like me out there. Like before I went, I told you before I went skiing with Olivia, I would watch the ski lift hours thing. of ski lift falls. I know it's not like 
politically correct, but I love it. I love to watch people. Now, again, I don't want to see them get hurt. Well, but you don't get to decide whether or not somebody's going to get hurt. You know, it depends on how hard they fall, depending on what bone they fall on. Um, so it's kind of a gamble because people certainly could get hurt. Yes, they could. But you hope that they don't, but they could, right? Of well, course they you could. I mean, you don't. can, you no, know, people get really hurt. I mean, like you can break wrists. I mean, listen, I broke my wrist mm. ice skating. You did. So, no, it definitely happens. I don't want people to get hurt. I mean, I want to be really clear here, but it's just a little. Well, it gives you joy. You know, joy. A little fun. pep in your step as yeah. you start your day. Yeah. Watching people fall And I think it was because I had such an eagle eye view. You should have you know? scored them, you know, and had like a stack of paper and a Sharpie, big Sharpie marker. And, and depending and on how good, the, up. yeah, how, how good the fall was, you could hold up like a ten, you know, or a you know a two. If it wasn't, it wasn't all that gratifying or satisfying. I mean, it was my commentary that was so funny because I, I would just like they because they'd come out so confident, you know, and then like well the men would, the women were freezing, so they'd come out like kind of huddled up, freezing, and I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, be careful, oh, watch out, oh. But then when the men would come out confident, I'm like, yeah, you better watch out. You're getting ready to take it in the shorts. Well, it, well, what do you it, think? Is that is that has nothing to do with a dislike for men, though? No. And I don't dislike men. I love men. Who doesn't love men? I mean, come on. What's what are you talking about? Okay, all right. So I have no sure. hatred toward the toward the male uh-huh. species. Uh-huh. I love them all. Uh, so, of of all the falls you saw, and then that number was how many that day? How many did you view? I clocked in seven. Seven fall of the seven falls. Who who got the gold medal? This one burly fella, what happened was his, I figured out quickly that his workmates were in this big black, like Silverado truck, kind of in the back of the um, parking lot. And I mean, let me tell you, Birmingham got, we got slammed. Like I went over Monday night and the sleet and rain started probably an hour after I got there and it was freezing. So it wasn't like snow, like Olivia and them got so much snow up in Tennessee and Knoxville. I mean, they've been sledding and just having a blast. This was like solid ice all over the city. Which is much more dangerous than, than snow, Horrible. I think. Yeah, yeah. To like, drive in, to walk on. To... Literally, nobody came into the store that I was there working in. Thank I'm, God, sh- I'm, shocked, was... I'm shocked that y'all were even open because you told me that every, the city was shut down. But yet Arnold well, Reserve, but Arnold Reserve is, is selling five pocket pants. Well, we weren't open, actually. I had one customer all day. I was just in the store, training. like, cleaning it up. and No, I wasn't even training, just cleaning it up and getting it back to normal. But this one little fella came by, and I, like, went out and manhandled him, brought him in, and he ended up spending, like, $400. Got to do what you got to do. Get him in the door and spend their money. But, so this fella back in the parking lot, so his workmates were in this truck. And you know, like, all these techie men... They don't carry briefcases anymore. They carry backpacks. Backpacks, yeah. Just grown men carrying backpacks, which that's a whole nother thing on a podcast. Well, no, we're going to do that one this episode because, yeah. Get you a briefcase. Okay. You don't need a backpack. Let's hit pause on that. We're going to revisit that here in just a minute. But talk about the big burly fella with his co-worker. Well, well, he's got a backpack. Okay. So he's coming out and he's like, oh, confident, confident, confident. And they're kind of parked in the back. So they're watching him too. So he's got me watching them and them because they know he's going to bust his butt. So there's great anticipation coming from the truck. Yeah, because you can't really see the ice. And so he gets out there, steps on it. It's like, yeah, that little 
yeah, thing you do, like when somebody's getting ready to fall, and his little arms are going back and forth, and he takes his backpack off, and he's smart, and he throws it on the ice and falls down onto his backpack. It's like a buffer, buffer his fall. Yes, and they're like honking the horn. I was going to ask. I was going to ask. I knew the horn was yep. coming. Yep, that was good stuff. What were you yelling from the from your from your 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 position? You're going down. There you go. There you go. We sure this has nothing to do with uh, the the men versus women or anything? No. Okay. You just feel like men can take a fall a little better. Sometimes women, you know, it's like you worry about them breaking a hip or something. Here in Atlanta. Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. The other thing, last thing, talking about everything being closed, across from the store in Mountain Brook, there is a Starbucks, which was closed. So when Starbucks and Chick-fil-A are closed, you need to stay home. But people kept showing up all day on that ice day. Right. Trying to get Starbucks. And they're like pulling on the door. And it's clear the place is dark. Nobody's in there. And I also got a secret thrill, and this could be just from working retail, of these people who were so disappointed. They're like, ah, why is that Starbucks open? It's like, what do you need? Go home. Get under your covers. Get in your pajamas. God has given you a day off work. You don't need Starbucks. Make your own coffee. At home. Seriously. I hear you. I hear you. Anyway. Here in Atlanta, it was um, kind of fizzled out. Nothing really ever started, at least here on the south side. Uh, the Brightmore Healthcare Studios, uh, we are in Fayetteville, Georgia, which is about 20 miles south of uh, Hartsfield Airport. Hartsfield's about to 10 miles south of downtown. Uh, nothing here on the south side. Uh, North, North Georgia mountains, I think, saw a dusting of snow. Um, but it was just cold. I mean, downright cold. The wind chills uh, yesterday were one degree. That's singular. That's not plural. A singular wind chill of one for most of the morning wow. in favor. It was one o'clock in the afternoon until we got above freezing. And it just, uh, you know, there's, I think that there comes a point when you're so cold, you just can't get any colder. Doesn't matter what the temperature gauge says. You're not going to, you can't feel any more than X. And I think X is probably, for me, it's around 10 degrees maybe. You know, you just, you can't, you're not going to feel any more coldness after you get to a certain point. And that was, uh, for me anyway, it was yesterday and the day before. Um, no, no frozen precipitation, which was in the forecast. No snow, just, uh, I mean, some of the coldest temperatures I've ever felt before. Felt like razors, just being, your fingers being cut open with razors. I never Gosh. really, well, I've never really experienced that before, but I can only imagine because they just sting. Your fingers sting. It's so cold, you know? What, where were you going? Well, why were you out? You got to stay in your covers, like I told you. Well, I had to come to work. Oh, right. Okay. I had to come to the radio station and, and left at five o'clock. And, and so it was, uh, it was quite, uh, it was the coldest temperatures of the day, five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. But no black ice, no no snow, no nothing here on the south side. But uh, just just historical cold, record breaking cold temperatures. And I think the winter's going to be like that. I think we're going to have a really just a a, a rustic winter. Mm. Yeah, rustic winter, Don. It's going to be cold, and I think we're going to see a lot of uh, snow, a lot of uh, just uh, precipitation. Now, I'm not the old, old farmer's almanac. That's not me. I'm just telling you that my femur was was ticking, and uh, that mm. means normally that uh, something's coming. It's going to be a rough winter. It's going to be a rough winter if, you're, if your femur's ticking. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Olivia and Jack are just, uh, they were sledding at Neyland Stadium in Knoxville. Where the uh, Tennessee Falls play. Yeah, they've had so much fun. I'm like, is that little winter mini semester that you and I paid that extra tuition for? Is that happening? What's going on? Yeah, like. Hey. In Nashville, some of your favorite Bear Country stars were out in the, the snow. I'm talking about Kane Brown, Donna. Uh, Chase Rice, who sings uh, hits like Eyes on You, 
uh, and All Dogs Go to Hell. Um, what? Have you never heard that song from him? All Dogs Go to Hell? Yes. Oh, it's a great don't song. Don't they go to heaven? Nope. Not in his song. They don't. They go to hell. Mm. You've never heard that before? I think no. I added it to the uh, Spotify Hype Song playlist uh, episodes ago. Anyway, he had been in Hawaii. And when he landed in Nashville, uh, it was freezing cold and uh, inches of snow on the ground. He was wearing shorts, Crocs, and carrying a suitcase down his driveway. Uh, and he posted on Instagram, hey, just got, just landed, been in Hawaii. Can you imagine the transition from Hawaii to just frigid cold and, and, and frozen precipitation in Nashville? No. Going from 90 and beautiful blue skies. And I've never been to Hawaii, but I can only imagine the blue skies and the water. And uh, going from that to Nashville with uh, just uh, crazy, crazy winter precipitation. And you're wearing shorts, board shorts and a pair of Crocs. Yeah, it's not not that's not a good look. Kane Brown fired up his Chevy. Kane Brown fired up his Chevy and uh, was a, a do-gooder, as we say on the morning show. No, not show. his Chevy. Was he? It was his little oh, his four razor. Wheeler. His four-wheeler. His four-wheeler. I got you. Yeah, that's what made it even better. He was out playing in the snow with his little girls. They are so cute. You know, they're expecting another baby. They're having a little boy finally. You know, Kane wanted a boy. But these little girls are adorable. And he needs a boy because he was posting some stuff on Instagram and some stories his wife Caitlin was and he was sledding with the little girls and he's aggressive I mean like and they'd get to the bottom and he'd be like do you have fun and that little one is so cute she's like no like she had ice all over and snow because you know he didn't realize that all the snow was going to get on their face so then he took to his four-wheeler and went up to the gas station near their house and told all those people he gave them his phone number and said call me when you want to get home, because these people are like, we don't know how we're going to get home. And I'll pull and up. He's like, I'm going to take you. I'll pull up again. Yep, he's going to take them. Kenny Chesney uh, on Instagram uh, during the snow snowmageddon in, uh, in in Nashville with his puppy dog. Looked like a uh, curly, curly, kind of a mid-sized dog. Uh, curly hair. I want to say his name was Rose. Is that right? I don't know. Okay. I saw where um, Carrie Underwood posted her little boys out playing in the snow with um, her husband, Mike. Really cute. I have joined the band. I've joined a band, and it's not going to affect this podcast. We're still going to be late with every episode. Uh, it's not going to affect the morning radio show on the Beer 92.5 Atlanta. But I've joined the band, Donna, and I am um, I'm playing the keys, playing the piano. Uh, hmm. We talked recently in an episode about uh, my love for the piano. Took piano lessons from Mrs. Redding, if you recall that episode. Uh, big gal. Uh, when I was probably eight or nine, won state championship. I think I was seventh grade playing Bach. Uh, for the state of North Carolina. And, 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 you know, through the years, I don't play an awful lot, but you, you were so kind. My, my favorite gift I've ever gotten was uh, a, a baby grand piano. Yeah, a baby I mean, grand what piano. what a gift. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Uh, and as I said earlier in an episode, I, I don't play an awful lot. Around Christmas, I do some carols. Or The only time I really play is when I'm by myself in the house because you can be as loud as you want. You can sing as high and loud as you want. You can keep time uh, with your foot, tapping your foot, and just yelling and screaming and having a good time. Um McIntosh High School is in Fayette County. Again, about uh, 20, 25 miles south of downtown Atlanta, which is where we are in the Brightmore Healthcare Studios, or at least I am. Donna's at uh, the home studio. And so um, they, they have a band program, as all high schools do, and, and music must stay in schools. Um, they're doing a fundraising event on February 9th, and it's with uh, the Peachtree Jazz Edition. And it's a 17-member jazz band, big band, music playing band. Um, and, and, and so they reached out to us and said, can you help us with some publicity? We need to raise some money for the Macintosh high school band programs. Uh, we've always said that, that schools are the best way to get to listeners, whether of a podcast or of a radio show. 
Um, whether it's a high school football program, whether it's a band program, schools, you need to be in the schools. And so I reached out to you and I said, listen, here's my idea. It's a black tie event at the Macintosh High School, the auditorium on that Friday night. And members of the Macintosh uh, Jazz Ensemble are going to join the Peachtree uh, uh, Jazz Band. Peachtree uh, Band. What are they called? Peachtree Jazz Edition. Yes, thank you. Um, and I said to you, let's do black tie. We'll usher. We'll do MC work. You know, it's, an, uh, it's a charity event for a great, uh, a great cause. And then I said, let's, let's amp it up a little bit. Where's the marching band? Ken Cragen was Kenny, Ch Kenny Rogers' manager for decades. And I was talking to Ken Cragen one time, about two, three years ago. And we we're having a conversation. And he said, Caddy, with every idea that you have, you need to say to yourself, ask yourself, where's the marching band? In other words, what's going to amp amp amplify this event? What's going to make it memorable for everybody? Anybody can go host an event. Anybody can emcee a charity event. You just say kind words, introduce the sponsors, and, and then give out some awards or whatever they have you do, and then you go home. I don't like to do that. I want to leave you with something that you're always going to remember, or I hope that you remember, and I hope that you enjoyed. So I said to you, you know what? I want to play with the band. What do you think? And he said, go for it. So I reached out to uh, Mr. Z, uh, Mr. Zatella, who is the director of the Peachtree Jazz Edition. Uh, he's kind of a dry fellow. Well, well, some band directors are like very animated. And... He's not. He's not. Mr. Z is what I call him. So I reached out to Mr. Z and I pitched this idea. I said, listen, let's find one song that you guys already know and I can piggyback on it and I can learn it. Or um, we can find a song and learn it together. Mm -hmm. So I went to rehearsal Tuesday night. I got rehearsals for the band, band rehearsal now every Tuesday night, Donna, at uh, First Presbyterian Church in Peachtree City. And these band members travel from all over. Uh, some of them are, if you know the Atlanta area, some travel from Cartersville, Georgia, to, to Peachtree City, which is, that's like an hour and a half drive. Uh, from 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 Roswell, from Kennesaw, um, and they practice on Tuesday night. So I'm going to band practice, and we have decided to go with. Let's do the songs that uh, we we're not going with. We talked about Patsy Cline crazy. I wanted to do a country mm -hmm. song, to be honest with you, because we work for a country radio station. Uh, we went over Patsy Cline crazy. I was a little rough. It was a little rough. Uh, the, dun, 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 dun. That's tough. Uh, that's tough. Those are uh, there's a lot of flats, and Patsy Cline's crazy. And then Mr. Z said, what about Jump, Jive, and Whale from the mm -hmm. Brian Setzer Orchestra? And they started playing the song, Donna, and I was blown away. Uh, they were just, they were tight. They were on. They sounded great. It was a full sound. Uh, and we all decided we're going to go with that. So in the next, uh, what, three weeks, I have to learn on the keys or on the piano, Jump, Jive, Whale from the Brian Setzer Orchestra. And I've heard it about a million times since Tuesday night already, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the song. Mm. I don't, don't want to do it anymore. Why? Because I'm afraid I'm going to fail. It's a very difficult okay, well, song to play. That's fine. You, you, the only way you can fail, I mean, you can't fail, but just get out there and do your best. That's all you can do. I'm thinking the band plays it straight every note. Mm -hmm. I kind of have fun with it. And then I hit some wrong notes. And uh, uh, Brian, who is the, the plays the keys for the actual band, the Peachtree Jazz Edition, he's going to be playing with me. All right, I'm going to be on stage uh, behind the piano, kind of like uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Is that the guy? Or was it Jumping yes. Jack Flash? Who, who was the guy no, that did the... No, it's Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Jones. No, he coaches the Cowboys. Jerry somebody. Great Balls of Fire guy. Oh, Jesus. Who was that? Goodness gracious. Great Balls of Yes, bomb, that's bomb. Jerry Lee, Lee Lewis. Lewis. Okay, I'm going to look like him. Okay? Yeah. And I'm going to be banging around on the keys. And like sometimes there'll be a bar or two when, when I'll stop playing and I'll, I'll put my hands up in the air like jazz hands. And I'll be like, no hands. Because the people in the audience won't know that Brian is also playing. The keys. So the keys, mm, that, that, okay. the keyboard sound continues. Those notes continue, but I'm not playing them anymore. You get it? Kind of, yes. 
Okay. I'm not going to try to re-explain it, but um, yeah, we did a little, little fun uh, skits like that during the song. And then we're going to go to intermission after that. I'm going to do one song with them. Uh, they're going to have part of the auditorium, a big dance floor where you can come and, and twerk and uh, shake your tootie and do whatever you want to do there. Uh, you're going to be serving corn dogs, I think, uh, at the concession stand. Uh-huh. And um, don't wear nice clothes, although it is black tie. Well, I mean, yeah. But what? Well, pick your outfit out. I got a tux. Okay. And, I've um, got an outfit, but I mean, I don't know if it's... How, how, okay. How did black tie and corn dogs live together? Um, probably well. I think we're going to learn very well. I mean, corn okay. dog goes with anything. All right. I love good corn dogs. State Fair is my favorite. The frozen in the frozen food section at the grocery, mm. at the grocery. So um, it's going to be a big event for Macintosh High School and their band programs, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And I hope that you know this is the marching band. Literally, going to have a marching band. Um, Ken Craigan, where's your marching band, Caddy? And uh, that's going to be it. We're going to yeah. Uh, maybe you and I can do Islands in the Stream during intermission or something too. You know, because it's all it's all for Valentine's Day. Love is in the air is the name of the program. Todd. Love is in the air. With Cadillac and Donna for the Bear 985 and the Macintosh High School Band. Jazz on I'm excited. It's going to be fun. There, there, it's a good group of people. Doug is the only original member of this band that's been around for 25 years. Uh, and Doug, I think, is the one that travels down from Cartersville. He's also the business manager. You go to Doug if you want to book him because they do band, you know, they do weddings and corporate events. But are and they like, that. like, is a group, are they fun or are they kind of like mad you're coming to do this? Like, no, 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 no. Because I, when, when I got there this past Tuesday for the very first rehearsal, Mr. Z asked that I, you know, t- speak with him on the front. And explain what we're doing. And, and I said, listen, I'm not here to uh, to get in your way. I'm not here to, um, you know, to, to, to cause problems. I'm here to have fun. We're going to do one number. And we all agreed if it doesn't feel right or if it doesn't, if, if we don't mesh or if, it, if it's too much for me, let's have a conversation about it. And then I can just simply go with Donna and serve corn dogs. You know, we don't have to do this. And, and if, So if, where it, are we at in that situation? I think it went great. And I think they would oh, say okay, the same. Okay. Uh, Brian thinks I'm gunning for cheer one. He thinks I'm gunning for his keys mm. and I want to join the band. And I don't have time for that, Don. I got the U.S. Army coming at me wanting to join. I got uh, the Peachtree Jazz Edition want me to join the band. I'm sure Mr. Z would, would love to have me. I just you don't have time for that. You got a lot going on. That. You got to ride the roads. I got a lot going on. A lot going on, Donna. So I, uh, I don't have time uh, for that, yeah. but I'm grateful and thankful that they thought so much of me. To, to, they haven't invited me yet, but I feel certain that they would, you know, if I, if I planted that seed, sure. you know? They'd yeah. be like, come on, can I check? We'd love to have you full time. So I said to him, I said, how many gigs do y'all do? And, and somebody in the uh, chair one sack says before COVID or after COVID, because oh. imagine how their gigs and, and their revenue went, uh, went down as did everybody's. But imagine being a band that plays at weddings and corporate events, 17 members. I did the math. I know what they charge for a gig. And I divided that by 17 and they do it for the love of music because they don't get paid a tank of gas really for doing this. Mm. 17 members. Kind of like they Zach probably, yeah, but I mean, they probably just enjoy you know, again, like out. you said, continuing to play music. Yeah, well, I said it's for the love of the music, but it's kind of like Zach Brown Band. I told Zach years ago, fire four of these people up here on stage with you, and you're going to be rich quicker. Because mm. they've got just a gaggle of folks up there on stage, you know, part of the Zach Brown Band. Yeah. Same, same concept with the Peachtree Jazz edition. Y'all fire four flutes here, a couple of clarinets and a trombone, and, and y'all are going to be, you're going to be in the money, you know? They looked at me really weird, and, and well, I dismissed sure. myself. If you're in the Atlanta area, it is Friday night, February 9th. Tickets at uh, MacintoshBandPrograms.org, I think, or MacintoshBand.com, or just Google it. Love is in the air at the Macintosh High School Auditorium, Fayetteville, Georgia, Friday night, February 9th, with Caddy, Donna, and the Bear 92.5. Let me write down a mark. Have you? 25. Oh. Right, go ahead. Pick up. 
Have you heard or watched this movie, Saltburn? I know nothing about it. Oh, my gosh. I cannot. How have you avoided all the conversation about it? Uh, because I don't have conversation with many people, uh, except for you. No, and I mean, just like out, like the world. Well, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not really connected to the world right now. Oh, Lord. Okay. Anyway. So what is it? Salt what? It's like you're an Amish or something. Okay. Um, it's Respution right now. Something like that. Okay. So the movie is called Saltburn. It is out on Amazon Prime. I'm going to start this by saying I am not going to give any spoilers. Okay, so if you have heard about it, but you're like, I don't want to listen to this because I don't want you messing this up for me. I'm not going to. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Proceed cautiously. Okay. With what? With, with, in what way? With what, though? Just in watching this. Okay. Betsy, our friend, reached out to me and she said, have you seen Saltburn? And I text her back. <laughs> I said, Betsy, do not watch this movie. Do not. It will disturb you. For potentially the rest right, of your well, life. I'm coming in as a as blind here. So what is it about? And well, what's, it's what's a the runtime? Psychological thriller. What, well, I can't do that then. What's the runtime? I don't know. Okay, because that's but the most important thing to me. Someone, a friend of mine, a girlfriend, told me, "Oh, it's really good. It's like a love story." And so I decided, when I was in Alabama, it's snowing. I can't go anywhere. I'll watch this. You guys, this is the creepiest weirdest freakiest movie that I've seen in a very long time and you know a movie always comes along where there's like some what was that movie uh, the crying game remember at the end where he became a woman or something everybody was like oh at the end the ending of it there's always no. some movie where everybody's talking about it well there's three scenes in this movie I'm not going to tell you what happens but I'm just going to tell you the what they the scene, so you know. Okay. There's a bathtub scene. There's a grave scene. I'm, I'm, Robert, I'm, writing, I'm writing this down. Bath bathtub mm -hmm. scene, a graveyard scene. Mm -hmm. And a what? And the ending. And the ending. Just three scenes of the entire movie. That you'll just, well, you're, you'll be in, the movie's good. It's just odd as hell. Okay. But the basic story is it takes place over in Oxford, England, and it's two guys in college. There's Felix and Oscar. And, like, Oscar has no friends, and he has no money, and Felix is, like, the rich trust fund kid. So Felix befriends Oscar, and, I mean, I'm sorry, Oliver, and invites him to into his home, and then things start to happen. Meaning? All kinds of things. Okay. But I'm telling you, I was on the edge of my bed because of course I'm laying in my bed in the hotel and I'm like, what? So at the end of it, I texted her and I said, what part of you thought right. that this was like a love story rom-com? And she's like, Oh no, it's crazy. But I just needed you to watch it so that I'd have somebody to talk about with it. And I knew if I told you, it was a psychological thriller right. because if you've heard, as if you've heard in a previous podcast, I can't stand and you can't stand scary movies. I can't watch them. She's like, there wasn't a shot in hell that you would watch it. So she lied to me and told me it was like a rom-com. Like Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, like Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. No, it's Oliver and Felix in a bathtub. Together? Sort of. How, how, how do you get sort of? How's that sort of? 
Well, if you've seen the movie right now, you're howling at what I just said. Okay. So. All right. You, you want me to tell you about the weird freaking movie I saw? Yes. I can't. Why? Well, she's inappropriate. Okay. All right. What was the name of it again? I'm going to write that down. Salt Wound? Salt Burn. Salt Burn. Can, can, you, can you tell me what the, what, what the name means without giving it no. away? No? Okay. No. All right. Salt Burn. I didn't pay for my movie, did you? I did, yeah. 1999. Yeah. Got it for I'm 24 sure. hours. I am sure. Yep, 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 yep. yep. There's a Probably wait list. involves like a wait list for it. Virtual reality and Harnesses. chat rooms. Harnesses, yes. Um, salt burn. Yep. And it's streaming, or, or where do I find that? Hulu? It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. I don't know if I have that. Do I have Amazon Prime? Yes. All right. Could you turn that on for me, maybe? Yes. Because I don't know how to do that. Yes. All right. I was in another wreck this week. And Donna, do you know that it took an hour and 15 minutes for law enforcement to respond? I called 911 back. And I said, listen here, operator 2409, first of all, uh, it went to it went to voicemail. 911 went to voicemail. Can you believe that? How does that happen? Yes, I can believe it. It went to voicemail, Donna. They're like, thank you well, for calling. What city are you in? I was in, in Fayette County. He said, thank you for calling 911. Uh, we're experiencing a high call volume right now. Uh, please hold. Do not hang up. And they're like, okay, but you haven't been shot. You've been in a car accident. Right. But, but I've been waiting an hour and a half on the side of the road and it was 20 degrees. Well, I understand that, but I mean, they're triaging the calls as fast as they can. I'm sure. Are they, are they, or do we need to hire more deputies, more, more police officers maybe? And I'm a big supporter of law enforcement. You know that. Um, so anyway, and, and, and the crackle, it sounded like this, this phone system was from like night. It sounded like Ma Bell was on the other end. Just, <laughs> I mean, it just cried like they were in, 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 a, in a war zone somewhere, in a foreign land. And this woman, when I called back, had an attitude. Operator 4909. I said, hey, listen, here's the deal. I've been sitting on the side of a road for an hour and a half with a young lady behind me who, who, who just bit my ass in, a, in an accident. And she's, she's, she's scared, and it's cold. And I'm, I'm not scared, but I'm cold. Can you give me just an ETA as to when you think we might see someone? I can't do that right now. All the officers are tied up with other something, something, somethings. Well, lo and behold, Donna, from behind us, I see blue lights coming. I'm like, yes, here we go. Thank God. Thank I'm starving. I missed dinner. I had a, a dinner plan with somebody. I missed the dinner. I was out of out of gas. I was at one mile on my gas gauge, Don. Uh, and I was out of cigarettes. That's a whole other story. And I needed to pee, too. All right? So I see blue lights coming up behind us. I'm like, thank God. I get out of my truck. I got my insurance registration ready to go. Now, I'm not I'm not at fault. I want to be very, very clear about this, Don. I'm not at fault. I did not hit anybody. Okay? This mm-hmm. is not my fault. I'm not at fault. But I had everything ready for the officer. I get out of my truck. It's freezing cold. Cars just zoom, zoom, zoom. And so uh, I said, hello, officer. I said, uh, thank you for coming. I said, uh, how are you? He said, listen, I'm not here to take the report. And I thought to myself, well, what the hell are you here for then? Traffic control? Uh, the, the young lady that, that hit me, it was her dad. Mm. He was a sheriff's officer in a neighboring county, and he'd just gotten off. And I guess she called her dad. Uh, she, was a, she was a student at... Uh, I forgot what university it is. Um, or co- Clayton, Clayton State College, maybe, or something down here. Was she know. okay? Yeah, she was fine. She was fine. She was very kind and very concerned about me. And I was very concerned about her, too. Her car was total. Her car yeah, was total. Yeah, I mean, I hope you were concerned about her. Of course I was. Not done. you. First thing I said to her was, are you okay? Uh-huh. All right? Her car was total, a little Civic. I bit the back end of my truck. I mean, just, just out of nowhere. Just bam. I knew it was coming, too. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't have time to brace for impact, but I, 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 th- I, th- I thought it was coming. Because there was a car in front of me that swerved. 
and I'm, I'm sorry, there's a car in front of me that stops suddenly. Just, I, I'm able to, to swerve just a tick to avoid that collision, okay? Because I'm a very good driver. And I was paying attention. Hardly, okay, I was but. paying attention. And I was in defensive driving mode, okay? And, and suddenly I'm like, who's behind me? Something tells me. And then I feel this, bam! Mm. Just like a shotgun had gone off. And my back started to hurt. My head hurt. And I thought, you know what? I can milk this and make some money, maybe. But well, I wouldn't do that ever. Um, but well, no, because, yeah. Why? Whatever. Why, Donna? Because it's the wrong because thing to do. Do the right thing because it, it's the right it's thing It's the wrong to thing do. to do. Do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay? It's Chuck Brown from Brightmore Healthcare e- says. Not even that. It's just like. What's it like? I can't even talk about it. Well, you can't. Let's insurance. talk about it. Let's talk I really about it. can't. I okay. can't. Insurance is not involved, Donna. It's not even that. You You evidently have hit someone else. That's not true. Okay. There's no truth in that report. You got a super speeder ticket, but you got out of it. Okay. Insurance said, find out about that. Thank you. Maybe you should just stay home some okay. and stay off the roads. All right. You are. What am I? A menace, a menace to society. A menace to society driving. I am. Driving. All right. Yeah. I got to tell you, I, uh, I, I take great offense to that because I'm not a menace to society, nor am I a menace to driving. I got a super Why does he a menace to society? I said in driving you are. I got a super speeder ticket. It's my bad. My fault. Didn't see him. Didn't see him. He, he reduced it. Uh, insurance doesn't find out. No points. Pay the fine. Bam. Done. Gone. It's okay. not about seeing him. It's about you were speeding in a school zone. Got a when? ticket. I, I went speeding in a school zone. A super speeder. No, your other one. Remember? Oh, the other one. Yes. Yeah, that one's yeah. Right. Yeah, that one's true. That's yeah. reality. Yeah, that's true. You rear-ended a woman at uh, Trillith. And, 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 well, listen, that's not my fault. Uh, technically, it is in the eyes of the law because I rear-ended her, and anytime you rear-end somebody, it's your fault. Uh, she had been to physical therapy at uh, Piedmont, right uh, in, in the front. <laughs> what? Just listen to this, though. What? Like, this is literally within the last eight months. Rear-ended a woman. Okay. Can speeding I in a school zone. Got a super speeder. You were super speeding, but you you just didn't see them. Right, and he reduced it. Right, but how about so not technically super speeding? That doesn't count. So this how lady, about she, not was about, super speeding? she was about 95. And she was driving a, 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 a Pontiac that was built like a tank. You know, back in the 60s, they built them real metal. Uh, and you could you just you can't cause any damage to, to something like that. This woman had never been in a roundabout, Don. And there's a roundabout right outside of Piedmont where she had been to physical therapy. She stops in the middle of the, col- in, uh, the roundabout. Just, and, and, and Wally the Raptor is uh, not prepared. And uh, I ate her in Italian. Um, Figure speech. Um, and I said to her, I said, listen, maybe we can work out a deal here. Maybe just cash. How about that? Some cash. She looked at me like I was crazy. Said she had to call her husband. I said, who needs you? I said, why don't you be independent? Stand up for yourself. God, she's elderly. You don't need to call your husband. Are, are, you, not, are you not your own person? Can you not make All a decision right. by yourself without consulting your husband? All right. So uh, she had no damage at all. Caused $18,000 worth of damage to my truck. Yeah. So, so we got that. That's that. Got super speeder, speeding in a school zone. Right. How many times are going to rattle off the list of uh, accomplishments? Hitting a parked car. That's not true. I, I will I will challenge that one in court. That's not true. That did it. not happen. That did not okay. happen, Donna. All right. What else you got? Not much. All I right. mean, well, we that pretty much says it all. Well, I don't, know, I don't know why you're down on me about that, because I'm a very good driver. I'm a defensive driver. But I've lived in Atlanta for 20, nearly 30 years. 
In Atlanta, you got to be on the defensive when you drive. Doesn't matter where you are in the city, which made up of twenty-eight different counties. Yeah, you didn't. Ha you didn't have a lot. I think you went a long time without uh, having any incidents. Well, there are lulls and valleys, and sometimes it's, it's hot. You know, you just. And now, like in the past eight months, it's been uh, like how many? Count a hotbed of count. activity. Let's, let's, let's count them one more time. Uh, Super speeder. Three accidents. Three. Uh, the lady in the the old the old hag in the in the in the, in the roundabout. You had one on the highway. When? In your other car. When? Oh, that's true. Yeah. That was a bad one. That's true. That was in yeah. Nashville. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's two. Yeah. You know what? Three. I don't want to take off my socks, and I think I'd have to. Yeah. It's just to count uh, them all. Yeah. I'm not in good hands with all state. Turns out. Which is putting us not as we've talked about endlessly on this podcast. It's putting us not in good hands because of you. Well, thank you. I'm sorry, Donna, to have uh, disrupted your day. We well, didn't disrupt you, my day. You're you know, disrupting you. our insurance. Okay. All right. We were State Farm for our entire lives. And that's what pisses me off about insurance companies. When you need them, they're not there. I, I didn't need an insurance company for 20 years. And then I suddenly needed them one time and they, they drop you. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I've, been, I've been paying in every month for years now. Not needing you. Well, that's and then, how and then, it goes. And then, and then, yeah, I need you, and you're not there for me. And we broke up. Now they, you know, they were the ones that uh, that started the breakup. They're the ones that technically broke up, I guess. But uh, I, we, I'd probably broken up with them anyway. You know, I probably told them to kiss my ass. Yeah. So that's that. All right. Well, good episode. Fun episode. A lot going on. A lot going on. You have no idea. A lot going on. Woof. All right. Let's start our day. What do we need to talk about? Gallery? Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Gallery Furniture, reasonable, uh, reasonably priced furniture for every room in your house. If you're looking for a dining room set, if you're looking for uh, an ottoman, if you're looking for a, 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 just a, 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 a pop piece, as we call them, something that just shines and, and pops and somebody walks in the room, they're like, wow, that's a, that's a statement right there. I love that, uh, that uh, high back chair. I love that uh, piece of wall art right there. Where'd you get it? Gallery Furniture. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Same location, 40-plus years, open seven days a week, and Donna's there at least eight of those seven. Yeah, she's there all the time. She's working all the time. I'm actually going up to see her this week. Well, there's not much left. I guess either today or tomorrow. Um, I'll drive you up there, she, but I don't think you're going to ride with her right now. No, I don't want to. Um, but if you're looking for a good Valentine's present, this is a great thing to do. If we've got the men listening right now, this is what women love. They love when you go out. And they've been saying, like, gosh, I really wish we could, like, replace a few things, furniture. And you're like, yeah, we need to wait, not in the budget. And then you go and do it. How nice would that be? Surprise. Or vice versa. Surprise. If your husband's like, I really hate that you throw away my recliner, Helen. And you're like, you'll be fine. Then replace it with a brand new recliner for Valentine's Day. And he'll be so happy, you know. And when you're unhappy with him, you just hit that button to flip his ass out of it. Uh-oh. Down. Was that noise? That, yeah. The sound effect from uh, earlier in the episode. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. They got catnappers. They got uh, all kinds of recliners. Uh, they also have those that, uh, that, that that ease you up and ease you down. You know, and as you get older, Don, I'm sure you can relate to this. Uh, sometimes getting getting into a chair and getting out of a chair can be a challenge. I'm not there quite yeah, yet. Sure. New years ahead of me. Um, and and so these 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 newly designed recliners, uh, they they work with ease, and it's not it's not like a medical. It doesn't look like you're in a nursing home when you walk in the door. It doesn't look like, uh, you know, there's oxygen tanks and things like that around. And, and just tubes. Right. And, uh, beeps and noises and things. It, it's, it's ease up, ease down. Ease up, ease down. And they help you to propel yourself out 
and then they easy, it sits you down easy too because you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to fast uh, land it. Uh, you don't in a recliner because it can hit your tailbone and uh, you can just be in pain. Uh, but you want a comfortable recliner, regardless of if you need it for medical stuff like you maybe Donna, or if you just want it for relaxation and just uh, you know to watch movies and just to chill and to make it like your your, your little sanctuary uh, mm -hmm. with with USB ports and a little cup holder, uh, place for your remote. Like a uh, like a little uh, quarterback, you know, a, 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 a one of those little things made of cloth that goes over your your armrest. You know, it's got little pockets where you can put your your wallet and maybe the remote control. Uh, yes, whatever you know that kind All of stuff. All of that. Make it your sanctuary. So, so you, I don't know how you say it, but it's like boucle. It's both. We both have a white chair that's like that. It's kind of the fuzzy white chair that's like all the rage right now. I call my cotton candy chair. Yeah, cotton candy chair. So. On Instagram, Gallery has a couch, a boucle nice. couch. I love it. And it is like laying on a cloud. I, I cannot love it. wait to go up there and see this couch this week. I'm so excited. Like laying in a cloud. I can't imagine. Yes. It is amazing. And their Instagram is a great place to yes. kind of see all the new stuff they have in because they're constantly rotating inventory. And it's a great place to see all the new stuff that's on the uh on the floor. Show him right. floor. Uh, that handle for Instagram is at ask for Wolfman furniture at ask for Wolfman furniture online. Ask for the Wolfman.com gallery furniture Gainesville with this podcast in season one, episode one over four years ago. This is episode four fourteen. If I'm right, Donna, right? Correct. And you owe Keith Rockdale phone. What? Two do gooder t-shirts because he was the do gooder. That counted the episode. Counted the episodes. From episode he's one. waiting. All right. We'll write that down somewhere. So uh, next Tuesday, four fifteen is the number as we uh, trek towards 500 episodes of this podcast, Cadillac Jack, my second actor. Thanks to Gallery Furniture for their support, to Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. T-Mobile, if you pay more than 50 bucks a month for home internet service, you're getting screwed. Uh, they're pumping you. All right, T-Mobile.com, Brightmore Healthcare, Brightmore Hospice, BrightmoreHealthcare.com, and Fayetteville Ford, home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty, and now Fayetteville Ford Mobile Service in Awesome Alpharetta. Come stay a while and find your awesome in Awesome Alpharetta, AwesomeAlpharetta.com. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen, uh, Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios in Atlanta, I-N-G-O. And we'd love for you to join us five days a week, 5.30 till 10 a.m. Eastern. Atlanta's the Bear 95 Cadillac and Donna in the morning. A simple search. Uh, anywhere you download your uh, your apps, to search for the Bear 925. It's going to pop up. It's absolutely free with a little alarm feature. You can make notes and uh, you can listen to the Bear live for free. New episodes, Tuesday, Thursday, every Tuesday and Thursday. Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Bye.